Are you ready to have an open and honest discussion about sex and spiritual wellness without secrets, censorship, or barriers? This is Unbuckled with your host, Christy Ann Bella. In this program, there are no topics that are off the table, from religion to health, feelings to sexuality. Get ready to hear from some incredible people. And now, here's Christy Ann Bella. Hello and welcome. I am Christiane Belli, your intimacy architect, and today we are unbuckling the beauty of our menstrual cycles with the amazing founder of this wonderful community that really helps to encourage self-care and communication around our periods for all menstruators across the board. It is Miyoshi Days. Welcome, Miyoshi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. So um, Hate the Dot, I actually discovered through somebody else who was helping me with hormone health, um, who's a part of the community of resources that you all have. Um, She Talks Health. Sophie is amazing. And she introduced me to you. um, And I just I love what you're doing. I you know, I had what I'm sure is, is a pretty typical thing, this idea of like your periods, the curse you know, this dreaded, uh, you know, I was still part of the the generation that was being raised with the idea of like ant flow and all these like really corny cliches. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I definitely, it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I discovered um, the idea of, of being aware of your moon, your cycle, like the awareness of, of it sinking, perhaps even with the moon um, and to just kind of, you know, be able to understand those ebbs and flows of when I can harness the energy of like my ovulation versus knowing when to, it's time to rest, it's time to go inward. And um, so for you, what was your experience, like your uh, introduction to the period? Yeah, mine was very similar. Hence the name hate the dot. I used to hate my period so much. Um, I used to get really bad symptoms. I used to get sick every month, every month. Um, I have, you know, horror stories for days um, from like passing out to just really, really painful experiences. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where my relationship started with my period. It was a negative relationship Mm -hmm. when I first got my period and growing up. I also had the nicknames, the aunt flows, the, you Mm -hmm. know, the curse, all of these (laughs) negative things in relation to my period. And it wasn't until I started doing more research about what my period is and what my body is doing and I and how I can harness that power until until then I had a negative relationship so now I have a really positive relationship um but the name of the company is hate the dot because I know so many you know menstruators that hate their periods but our mission is to really change that relationship and and use your your period for good yeah so how have you discovered just making that peace with and having this different relationship with your period how has it changed the way you menstruate Yeah, I I think what really changed the biggest thing was really understanding my menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. and how I can align my cycle to my self-care, because that's really what was lacking for me. Um, I was really there was a point in my life when I was really stressed and I had really, really a really crazy schedule and I had really painful periods. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I really understood my cycle and what was going on in my body and how I can change, you know, make certain lifestyle changes, diet changes um, to really, really, you know, have a better, more aligned life. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing. I I think I made that change by really, really sitting down and understanding my cycle, like the four phases of my cycle, what's going on with my body during each time. How can I really optimize each, for example, you know, when I'm menstruating, 
Um, I, I take that time to prioritize rest. Um, when I'm, when I'm, you know, in my follicular phase, which is right after menstruation, um, I, I feel a boost of energy. So that's the time when I, I make more social plans or I do more things, or I, you know, I, I do content planning or creation. Um, and then after that, when I'm ovulating, I feel at my best is at the peak of my cycle. This is time where, you know, I have more social plans. Mm -hmm. I do, you know, interviews or, or make, you know, public appearances and things like that. And so it kind of aligned my entire life yeah. <laughs> around, around my cycle. And, and in my last phase, which is, you know, complete transparency, the phase that I'm in now, which is my premenstrual cycle, mm-hmm. I kind of just take the time to slow down and kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, stay at home more, mm-hmm. <laughs> L- uh, lower, lower um, social engagement and kind of like, get in tune with my, my emotions and, and what I'm feeling because I know my period is about to start and the cycle is about to start all over again. So that's kind of, that's kind of how I do it. And I really, I teach that to people and um, I created a, a method and um, I teach people how to do it. And I think once people realize that, wow, I can align so many things to my cycle, yeah. um, it, it changes, it changes people's mindsets and it changes people's lives. And I think it's so important you you touch on the fact that it's four cycles. Like I, you know, it for the longest time I had no. I was just like, you have a period, like that's it, that's your cycle. But it's like no, it is the whole twenty eight day process is stages of cycles. So one more time, will you just give us the four uh, pieces again? Absolutely. So first is your menstrual period, your menstruation mm-hmm. phase, um, and that lasts. You know, some it ranges from person to person, um, and so that's that's when you're bleeding, when you're menstruating, um, and that's when I find rest is really, really key because mm-hmm. um, your body is doing so much, <laughs> and so it's time for you to slow down. Um, and then the next phase is your follicular phase. So this is right after your period ends, and you might notice you have like a boost of energy. You're, you're coming out of this, this time. I call it the springtime. This is when you're like, blooming the flowers are blooming like yes we're out of winter which is your menstruation um, phase and um, then you move into ovulation which I compare to summer Um, and you're at the peak you're 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 glowing you feel really sexy you feel great Uh, and you're ovulating obviously (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then we move into fall which is the luteal phase or the pre-menstruation phase and this is when you know things get cooler. Uh, you start slowing down. Um, it's time to kind of like, I I call this the adulting phase where you kind of just want to sit at home on the couch and watch Netflix. So (laughs) so it's kind of, that's kind of what it is. And then it starts all over again and in winter, which is menstruation. Yeah. And so like you said, you have a method. Um, and so it's the Rosa method. Yes. Yeah. So break it down for us. What is, uh, what does that stand for? Yeah, the ROSA method, it stands for rest, um, outgoing, sexy, and attention and awareness. So Mm. it's basically going through your four phases. So the rest is, like I mentioned before, is your menstruation phase, prioritize rest. Um, But it's not only physical rest, it's like emotional rest, like setting boundaries, saying no. Um, Those are all the things that I, I list under the R in the ROSA method. Um, And if you're someone who likes to move, you know, doing light yoga is really, really great um, for you. You don't have to do anything too strenuous because, like I said, your body's doing a lot. Um, And then you move into O, which is outgoing, which is your follicular phase. And that's where you feel more outgoing because your period's over. Mm -hmm. 
springtime, you're like, okay, we're done with winter. <laughs> let's, let's do something new. Um, and so you feel more outgoing. And so for self-care, um, you, this is a time to, you know, get more active. If you're an active person, um, this is a, this time for you to like plan out your month, um, you know, finish projects that you started mm. um, and, and things like that. Um, then you move into the S, which is sexy, um, which is the ovulation phase where you just feel, I just feel like that girl. I just feel like <laughs> I feel so sexy and bright. This is your um, ovulation phase. And, and during this time, you know, self-care can look like, you know, connecting with a partner, um, just nurturing yourself. Um, and, and practices that make you feel good physically. And one thing to know about self-care during this phase is because you feel so great, you just want to give to everyone and say yes to right. everything. But it's really important to take some time for you during this phase. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the S in Rosa. And then lastly is the A in Rosa, the A's, and they stand for um, awareness and attention. And so this is the um, phase that's right before your period, so premenstrual mm-hmm. phase. And you, this is when things start, your energy levels start to come down a little bit um, from ovulation. And this is a time for you to really get in tune with how you're feeling. For me, this is when my emotions are all over the place and I I feel a lot of feels during this time. Um, But this is a great time for journaling and reflection. This is a a time where I journal so much. I have so many thoughts and ideas. this is a time to just nurture yourself, take a bubble bath, take something, you know, do something, give yourself a spa day or a spa night yeah. to really just take care of yourself. Um, think cozy. Like I said, staying at home on the couch and watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a great time for you to have honest conversations because you are more in tune with your emotions during this time and your body is prepping for menstruation again. And so that's kind of the Rosa method um, in short, in a, in a short way. Um, so it's rest, outgoing, sexy, and then awareness and attention. Oh, I love that. It really does. It's like all the bases are covered because each part needs something just a little different. And I feel like we're, we're not taught that, you know, we're taught to like hyper focus on this one thing in this very negative way that you're trying to just like get through it, power through it. Um, you know, terrible tampon commercials with people playing tennis in white fucking clothes. Like, (laughs) like, who are you kidding? Um, (laughs) you know, and And so to really, like you're saying, to honor what the superpower is and what the gift is in each of these stages allows you to to better navigate life overall because you know when it's like, okay, I'm going to harness this, right? Like we can't always be on and there's a time for us to go inward and be more introverted and enjoy that. And there's a more extroverted time of of playfulness and, and expanding out. Yes, and yes. so, um, so you say a lot, you know, listen to your body so you can be an advocate for yourself. And so how do you feel like, um, just having this deeper understanding of, of what self-care tool to use when allows you to, to be able to advocate for yourself? Oh my gosh. In so many ways. Um, I think as a culture, um, we are taught a lot of things that don't align with how our bodies work mm-hmm. as menstruators. So we are on a 28 day cycle. Some people have, you know, longer cycles, shorter cycles, but usually 28 days is the average. And we're taught 
um, that we should go, go, go and grind, 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 and, you know, have the same energy levels every single day. But that's not how our bodies were designed. And so I used to feel really guilty when, you know, there was some part of the month where I was just going and I was crushing it, you know, checking off all my to-dos. And then two weeks later, I had no energy to do anything. (laughs) I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to clean. I didn't want to do anything. And so I would beat myself up so much because I'm like, well, Miyoshi, why were you crushing it two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And now you just, you, you're, you're sad. <laughs> you have no energy. Like what's wrong with you? And it wasn't until I realized like, wow, my body is going through a cycle. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago I was ovulating and I was killing the game. You know, I was, I was, had all this energy and I, I, I did all of these things. And now my period is about to come and I don't have the capacity to do all of these things. And so I think once we as menstruators, as women, as girls, as we, if we understand this, we can give ourselves personally so much more grace in our own schedules and our own lives and the way that we um, communicate with people. So now, you know, at work, um, at school, in my relationships, if I don't have the capacity, if I know I'm menstruating or pre-menstruating and I don't have the capacity to do something or commit to something, I will express that. And that's how I advocate for myself. Um, And sharing this information with others, they can also advocate for themselves. If I have, you know, a huge project that I want to work on that requires me to be in front of people, I try to align it to my ovulation or my follicular phase um, because I know that's when I'm going to be my best and my brightest during the month. And so that's how I really, I really advocated on that front Um, as far as, and also education, you know, Mm -hmm. this is something that we're not taught, like you mentioned. Um, And so just breaking this down, like I've done workshops in schools, I've done, you know, different workshops for nonprofits and, and, and different organizations where this, I just educate people about this because if you're someone who, you know, works for yourself or you work for someone else, Mm -hmm. it's important information for you to have about yourself um, to be more self-aware on, you know, when's the best time to work? When's the best time to give presentations or ask for a raise or whatever the case may be. Um, And so I think that's how I really advocate for not only myself, Mm -hmm. but I help advocate for others. Yeah, that's so important because I remember I had, I was so excited too to finally have like a female boss. Like I had worked for men and I was so excited. And when I called one day and was like, my period's really bad, I'm not coming in. And she chewed me out. She was like, how dare you? Like you're doing such a disservice to all these women who fought so hard for an equal place, blah, blah, blah. Like you better get your fucking ass in here. It was pretty much the bottom line. And I'm like, man, like I just really like, I don't want to live in that world. Like, I want to live in a world where, like, I I am a- allowed an equal space and and I'm still honoring my cycles um, because that's actually what allows me to be the best in any given moment. And so, yeah, it was just such an eye opener when, like, I saw more and more women standing up and holding this space. And now as an employer, um, it's something that I'm like, yeah, like, wh- what are we doing? How are we navigating? Like, if you need to take the day off, like, go take the day off. Because when when you return, I know you'll be able to hold. But it's like, yeah, this idea of pushing through, um, you know, and sacrificing ourselves. It's like, no, this is so toxic. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's so important to to allow yourself permission, right? To, like, to know these things and not see it as, um, 
a disadvantage, but a way to actually empower yourself through this knowledge and through this like understanding of, of how, you know, this, this amazing design. Uh, and, you know, I know you can go deep down rabbit holes with this. Like you can like psych a seed. Is it seed cycling? I think is what it is. So when you like, there's foods that you can eat at specific times. I've been digging into um, like what supplements, like, you know, not just always taking iron or always taking vitamin B, but like being specific about like, okay, when does my body is producing more testosterone? Oh no, it's like low on estrogen. Like what does it need now? Um, so have you geeked out? Like, I mean, have you just, <laughs> I've been geeking out so much um, right now. Like I've started to do research on seed cycling and nutrition mm-hmm. kind of aligned to with, with what you're saying, but I'm, I'm really interested right now in like movement and exercise mm-hmm. Um, I notice, like, in just listening to my body and tracking right. my cycle, I I know what day mm-hmm. of my cycle I'm going to have. Like, I'm the weakest. Like, I have the, yeah. the least amount of energy, and I know what day in my cycle I have the most amount of energy. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to like sync my workout routines um, mm-hmm. to that. And also, you know, I, we had a, Hate the Dot had a um, fitness event back in early August and it was in DC. We had a boxing event. Um, well, a, a cardio boxing workout yeah. <laughs> session. And it was really, really fun. And we talked about how to sync your fitness routine mm-hmm. to your cycle as well. And it's something that I've been thinking of interested in, in, in the last few months. And um, a lot of people talked about also feeling guilty when yeah. it comes to workout routines, like, yeah. you know, one time during one time of the month, you're able to do this high intensity, mm-hmm. <laughs> really great workout. And then yeah. later on in the month, you can barely get through, you know, <laughs> a 10 minute yoga sessions. Yeah. So understanding what's going on with your body too, and, and aligning it, aligning your workout routine to your psych. I, I think there's just, endless possibilities of things that you can see with your cycle. I mean, and we're not taught this. So the world is opening up for me and Mm -hmm. for many other people who realize that, wow, we're going through this cycle. Okay. I can align my social plans. I can align my diet. I can align my workout routine. I can align my self care. Mm -hmm. There's just so much my skincare, like that's something I'm interested in that I haven't even like, (laughs) I started to geek out about that. I haven't even gotten real deep into that, but you know, there's so many things that we can sync our cycle, sync to our cycles that we haven't even discovered yet. Yeah. And I, I think it's so important, like you're saying, to not beat yourself up, like to have this compassion and understanding of like, you know, it's not always going to be at that peak place that, that you know, follicular ov- ovulation. Because, um, yeah, we get into this habit of comparing and and thinking like I, I'm doing something wrong. And it's like, no, there's nothing wrong here. This is exactly where you're supposed to be. It's interesting that you mentioned skin because, um, yeah, like I'm in a stage now. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, pre premenstrual. Um, and like I was like, why is my skin so dry? And I was like, I know why my skin is so dry. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, there's, you know, so many subtle things that, yeah, once you start connecting the dots, um, (laughs) that it's like, oh, wow, I can, I I can prepare now. I'm like, oh, I should be using my like milk face cleanser instead of the scrubby one right now because my skin isn't oily like it will be. (laughs) Yeah. So just these little nuances that, um, 
I think I think I want my life's work to be just connecting all of the dots mm-hmm. for, for women and menstruators so they don't have to be confused. Mm-hmm. And and they can look to me as a resource and, or, you know, I would love to come up with a book or something in the future, yeah. just connecting all of these dots of just one concise thing. Right. I mean, everyone is different. Everyone has a different relationship mm-hmm. to their cycle and everyone's body is different, but they can have one concise resource. Mm-hmm. So it's not confusing anymore because, <laughs> and you don't have to beat yourself up anymore and you can give yourself so much more grace um, because it's just, we're, we're not taught this. So, yeah. yeah. And you're teaching people now. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, and so it's a whole online community. So I love it. You know, it, it's referred to as, it's like the older sister you wish you had. Um, it's a space where you have contributors coming in, um, resources being shared, and then you can even subscribe to get a goodie box, a self-care goodie box sent to you for your period. I can love yeah, that. Yeah. It's, we're doing so much. So the Hate the Dot community, it's free. It's um, at hatethedot.com. You can join. I have um, contributors, like you said. I call them experts that come on and I talk to them about everything. Everything we didn't talk about in school or we got one lesson about (laughs) in our entire um, educational career. Um, We sit down and we talk for 30 minutes to an hour about birth control, about womb health, about um, herbs that you can use for for your cycle and healing. Yeah. Uh, we talk about so many things that you kind of wish you had someone to talk to about, but you might not have. Um, and so it was, it's a safe space to just be, to be yourself and to ask questions and to, to get resources and to learn information. It's completely free. So that's hate the dot.com. Um, hate the dot. It needs, we're taking an expert break um, from now until the rest of the year. So in January, we'll have new experts, new sessions. We have guided meditation sessions. We have guided journaling sessions. I mean, it's, it's really fun and it's amazing. And in 2022, we're going to have more, um, virtual events and in-person events and, and things like that. So it's, it's really, really fun. But if you're interested, you know, go on hate the dot. Rosa method is there. I have a whole session there where I walk you through it and um, you get free downloadable, all this, all of these really cool things. And you mentioned the self-care box. So the self-care box is not available yet. Mm-hmm. It's going to be available next, um, next year, but it's a Rosa method self-care box. So we've partnered with local um, uh, women owned businesses and we do a product for each phase of your cycle. So you know, you have a product in there for your menstruation to prioritize rest. We have something in there to prioritize, you know, your outgoing phase and self-care during that time. Um, and then the same for, you know, your ovulation phase. And then the last one for your pre-menstruation phase to really tune into awareness and attention during that time. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and these are the things like I think treating treating it as this ritual and this gift and, and, um, just nurturing myself. I mean, it was a game changer because I, similar to you, like had horrible periods and cysts and like all these things. And it was just like awful. And, um, and the minute I shifted the mindset and the relationship with it, it changed. I mean, it's just been really amazing to see how tuning in and not being like resistant just really allows things to flow, which I know is like, (laughs) um, (laughs) 
But it really does. Um, so we're, we're getting ready to take a break in just a moment. Um, as you said, it is hate the dot dot com. You can find them there. You can also find it on Instagram, um, at hate the dot and at Miyoshi days. That's M I Y O S H I D A Y S. Um, and you know, it's, it's across the board for all menstruators, which is something that I love because I think that's something we maybe don't consider and is becoming more and more uh, aware is that, yeah, non-binary trans people, uh, you know, there's different types of vagina owners, um, vulva owners. And, and so menstruation is not just, uh, something that women and girls uh, experience. And so I love that you're this all inclusiveness about your community as well. Yeah. We're for everyone. Yeah. So yeah, hop on and get all those wonderful free resources. Um, We will be back to talk more about how you can listen to your body, be an advocate for yourself, and all the ways you can learn to love your dots with Hate the Dot founder, Miyoshi Days. I'm Christiane Bella, your intimacy architect, and we'll be right back to unbuckle some more. Are you tired of having the same fight over and over again? Is it hard to remember a time when you felt close to each other? Before you call it quits, do you want to do something to rebuild that spark of intimacy? Of course you do. Ignite the passion like never before with Intimacy Architecture. Text 626-310-5159 to set up your relationship consultation. Again, text 626-310-5159. Think about how much sound you hear all the time. Noise, music, your own heartbeat. What is it made of? How does it work? How does it affect you? The universe of music takes you into the particles of life and the beat of living. It is an interactive online masterclass of music and science taught by the internationally renowned musician and scholar, Dr. Marcine Bella. Visit theuniverseofmusic.com. That's theuniverseofmusic.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Unbuckled with Christy Ann Bella. Reach out to Christy Ann with any questions or comments at intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. That's intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. Christy Ann welcomes your emails. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back. I'm Christiane Belly, your Intimacy Architect, and you are listening to Unbuckled. And today we are unbuckling all the wonderful things about our menstrual cycle, learning the different phases, learning how we can really tap in to empower ourselves and giving us all this juicy information that is helping us grow is founder of Hate the Dot Miyoshi Days. Welcome back, Miyoshi. Thank you. So do you... And like now, do you, um, if you talk to your, you know, your elders, like your mother and or aunts or, you know, grandma, um, is the conversation different? You know, are you kind of, you know, even for those who aren't menstruating anymore, being this voice of like, hey, how are we changing just even the way we're, we're looking at women and our energy and our cycle? Do you feel like there's a, a bridge being, you know, gapped yeah. there? Absolutely. I would say that. Um, I think in my friend group, in my family group, every, I'm, the, I'm the period person. Everyone you know, asks me, you know, guys, everyone just like, hey, Miyoshi, um, you know, they'll ask me, 
they feel compelled to ask me questions about their period. Um, Sometimes I can answer them. Sometimes, you know, I let them know that I'm not a doctor, (laughs) that you should, you should go to a doctor. But I think, um, you know, the whole reason I started Hey The Dot was because I used to have bad periods. And Mm -hmm. and one story that really kind of pushed me forward to starting this community was um, I was home one month and I had no, you know, period products to deal with my period. And I called my dad and I asked him to go to the drugstore for me. And he said, yes, sure, um, I'll go. And then he came back with all the wrong period products. <laughs> and so I had this conversation with him about period products. And, and that kind of um, led me down the path to start Hate the Dot. But my dad has been one of my biggest supporters when it comes to Hate the Dot. And he's very he's been to Hate the Dot events. He's been the only mm-hmm. guy there. And, you know, he's very comfortable talking about periods um, because he's because, right. you know, I'm his daughter and I talk about periods all the time and, and cycles and things like that. And mm-hmm. a lot of my guy friends also, you know, they, they think of me as a safe space to ask those questions and I inform them. I, I help them learn and relearn mm-hmm. you know, things that they might have misconceptions they might have about, yeah. um, you know, periods in, in, in our bodies and, you know, female bodies and menstruate, menstruating bodies. And so I think, I think it's, it's really helped not only the conversation with elders and other women, but also guys and just other people in our community and just talking about it more. I think that's the basis of the hate the dot community is to really just talk about it because we don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about our bodies. We don't talk about um, periods. And if we do, it's kind of like a secret. Like we yeah. don't want to, we don't want to tell anyone. We don't want to ask these questions. And so it's kind of that safe space to have these conversations. So, yes. Yeah. I think that's so important because I mean, Again, going back to like what media shows you, like you don't see red. It's like this blue liquid. Any any period, it's like this blue fucking liquid. It's like what is that? Um, and yeah, I think there's just so much like shame and like unnecessary mysticism. You know, not the kind of like beautiful goddess mysticism that actually would help you like tap into some magic around it. But this like shroud of like yeah, we we're gonna pretend it isn't what it is, and it's like that's not helping anybody. Um, I was talking to somebody recently about you know sex education and where where we fall short so many ways but i think one of the biggest things is they separate men and women uh boys and girls or and it's like so men are missing out on like hey this is how this works you should be aware because guess what like if you actually understood how this works you'd be less likely to get people pregnant you'd have more empathy and understanding you'd you know be able to like support your your fellow people in the world um, and I think it's such a disservice that we do to be like, oh, they don't need to know about this. It doesn't happen to them. It's like, hi, you live in this world. We women make up half the population. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I love. I think you know, like with anything, it's it's why I, I talk about sex and sexual health and all kind of you know. I feel like the the bringing these things to light, having these conversations, normalizing these conversations, is how we educate and empower. And um, and I, you know, I'm. I'm loving what you're doing and and what you're putting out there. So um, you brought up an interesting point about not having period products when you need them. Something I discovered um, is that the something I never thought about with the homeless population is the lack of uh, period supply products. Um, And so that's something, you know, um, kind of a random segue, but, uh, you know, definitely next time you're thinking, you know, especially this, uh, to donate or whatever, uh, to think about that, you know, not just like 
but donating period products to your local homeless shelter, um, not just like, you know, hygiene things that I think we tend to think about or, or food, like period products actually are a vital, vital thing that you need to contribute. Yeah. Vital product and hate the dot. Um, we've done a lot to help um, low income homeless populations get mm-hmm. access to hygiene um, items and period products. And so, um, last year, we had a, a drive. We had a corporate sponsor, and they donated about $4,000 worth wow. of um, paid products to low-income um, communities here in the United States and abroad in Australia. And so, and then the year before that, before the pandemic, um, we had we used to have these huge packing parties. So we used mm-hmm. to get th- corporate sponsors. We used to um, I used to go in and educate the employees at the companies nice. about what period poverty is. Yeah. Um, and I would tell them like, this is happening right here in the United States. Some mm-hmm. people can't afford to go to school or work because they don't have access to period products. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would educate them in the beginning of the week. And then at the end of the week, we would have this huge party where we would have a bunch of period and items, hygiene items mm-hmm. um, in the office. And we would kind of just like play music and pack bags yeah. Um, for homeless shelters and then we would deliver it to homeless shelters and so it was so much fun Um, and before that (laughs) I used to work in education and I used to work at um, a a school in one of the lowest I think Mm -hmm. one of the poorest neighborhoods in America here in Brooklyn Park and a lot of I saw a lot and there were times where students didn't have enough money to eat Mm -hmm. and if you don't have money to eat I mean you're not going to be able to buy period products. So if you have to choose between food and period products, you're going to buy food. And so I was, you know, in the school, I was, you know, Miss Days and a lot of people came to me for period products because I always had them stocked in my desk and I would teach workshops about the menstrual cycle and all of that stuff. And kind of, because they're not taught that even though I was working in a school, (laughs) they weren't really taught at about the cycle. And so um, I just saw firsthand the effects of, of what period poverty could do. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yes, I'm all about educating people about their menstrual cycle, but Hey, the dot does events all the time yeah. centered around period poverty um, and, and what that looks like in America mm-hmm. and how people can help. And so period poverty is, is really, really rampant, especially yeah. with the pandemic Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of took a, a toll on a lot of people. Yeah. And so if you can, you know, donate, um, find an organization, I can, I can recommend some to you and you can post mm-hmm. it after this, um, yeah. the help fight period poverty, because there are people who can't afford hygiene period, period products at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to use other things besides period products. And those things can be detrimental to someone's health. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It's so important. I, um, I was in a situation, um, my ex-husband and I had filed bankruptcy and then he left and, and I was like broke as shit. And it was the same thing. It was like, well, I, I, I was like stealing fucking tampons from places. So, you know, as my life grew and shifted and evolved, um, and I was in a position to be in a, a place of philanthropy. Um, I was, yeah, I was throwing these underwear parties where everyone would come and like wearing underwear and then donate underwear and period products that we would do the same thing you're talking about, like pack up these like goodie bags that had stuff and like bring them to, to local shelters. Um, so yeah, so it's so important. And um, yeah, cause it is, it is a horrible 
feeling to <laughs> to be like stealing tampons out of you know out of a box in the supermarket and yeah um Being like toilet tissue or whatever right having to always be like oh my gosh did I bleed through my pants like yeah. just having that feeling um is just so anxious you just anxious all the time right that if you your period is a natural bodily function and mm-hmm. so you shouldn't have to worry about yeah about that mm-hmm yeah no and that's why i mean the work you're doing is so incredible to to support and then you know and then create this this comfort around it you know because it should be something that we have comfort during this time where you you can feel safe and you can relax you can feel safe to ask questions you can um feel safe to you know have a better understanding of your body and and to sit and kind of marvel at the the amazingness of it as opposed to yeah being in an anxiety over like oh my god what's happening and um yeah, it's 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 a game changer, I think, to to be empowered as opposed to feeling like like a victim of something that like, you know, is this natural part of life. Like you're saying, you know, it's not that not that anyone's choosing this. No one's like, oh, I, you know what I think would be a great idea. <laughs> but it's like this is our reality. And so, yeah, you know, it's like anything else we want to feel, you know, if you had a cold, you'd want to feel supported while you were resting while you had your cold or, um, you know, if if something happens like we're we're so compassionate. And I think we as a society have been really dismissive and and um almost been treating it like it was like this burden that was like an inconvenience to society. Like, Oh God, you're, you know, you're being a bitch now you're PMSing you're, and it's like, no, this is part of my, you know, the way I, I'm operating. Like my hormones are in flux. This is like a major nervous system thing going on. here. <laughs> like It's huge. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's so great. This idea of, yeah, of listening to your body, helping you be an advocate for yourself in so many ways. Um, so, yeah, so we talked a little bit about, yeah, the idea that that's, it's not just women, it, it is all vulva owners. Have you, um, is there like a specific resource maybe you would recommend, you know, for, for people who are non-binary trans that helps, um, is it, do you feel like there's a difference in that conversation or is it? Um, there is a difference in that conversation. I think just as a society becoming more inclusive and right. especially with our language, um, as far as a specific resource, um, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know that there are a lot of um, companies that are extremely inclusive and I can, I can give that to you. Um, post this this interview, but um, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I, I try to be extremely mindful mm-hmm. um, with my language and the way that I approach everything that I do in regards to Hate the Dot, because I know that um, I want to be for everyone. So I just want to, um, yeah, I want to include that in my language and everything that I do. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. think it's, it is. It's so important. It's something that again, only in, you know, in the last six or eight years or so has been like something that occurred to me. I was like, Oh shit. Like I never thought about that. And like, you know, it's like hard enough as, you know, as a woman to, you know, but if you're identifying as non-binary or uh, trans, then yeah, then like there's this added layer of like, okay. And then <laughs> there's another hoop to jump through. Um, if you are starting to figure out, like I know for a long time, 
my period was like all over the place. Um, what is like a good step to start? Like, okay, I want to start figuring out this cycle thing. Like what are some of the things you recommend to begin to hone in on like how, how to begin noticing and being more aware? Yeah. One thing that I did when I first started learning about my period and my cycle was I tracked my, my cycle. Um, and this, I did it paper and pen. <laughs> I did it the old school way. So every day I started when my period first started, cause that's the, that's the first day of your cycle. Um, and so I wrote down, you know, okay, today, day one period, I bled. How was my flow? Light, medium, heavy. Mm-hmm. How was I feeling in my body? Was I tired? Did I have low energy? Yeah. Um, was I craving certain foods? I just wrote down as much as mm-hmm. I could think of uh, without thinking too much into it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just did that for a month until my period came back again. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the trends. And so I noticed, okay, so my menstruation phase lasts this many days because I bled on day one, but then I stopped bleeding on day six. So my period, my that phase lasted six days. And then after that, I noticed there was a spike in energy. And then after that phase, I noticed, you know, my cervical fluid got a little bit thicker. So I'm ovulating. Oh, and I felt super horny. So I'm ovulating and my skin was glowing. Okay, I'm ovulating. And then I noticed a dip in energy during this phase. I noticed my cravings picking up. I noticed I was more emotional than normal. Okay, I'm in my premenstrual phase. And then I started bleeding again. So I just, for a month, I just kind of like kept notes on um my on what I was feeling in my body and then now I'm able to tell like I said earlier in the interview I'm, I'm able to tell exactly when I'm gonna feel my lowest and exactly when I feel the best during the month and so that's because I've been able to track my cycle um throughout the months so yeah yeah. Yeah. I started similar to you, pen and paper. And, um, and I was also looking at like, where was the moon? Like, was the moon full? Was the moon, was it the new moon? Um, and now, I mean, there's so many great apps. There's like, I actually had a bracelet I was wearing for a while that I wore when I slept that would tell me like my temperature, um, how, like what my sleep pattern was like during that time. So yeah, I mean, you can totally geek out and get lots of tools that make it really easy. There's yeah. so many, I didn't even think about sleep pattern, but I'm sure that it's connected to your cycle. I'm sure. And so, yeah, connecting the dots, like we said earlier, it's, mm-hmm. there's so many things that you can, you can write about or think about um, during your the month. Yeah. And like you said, the idea of journaling, I mean, it's, you know, it's reflective, it's noticing, yeah, your emotional state, it's, it's these like more tactile things of like pinpointing, like schedule wise. Um, journaling is a practice that I love. I think, you know, getting things out of the brain onto paper is just such a, to me, a, a way to like help me clarify, um, help me reflect. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of journaling. I love it as well. Yeah. So you, um, do you have like a favorite journal prompt that you like to go to? No. (laughs) Um, my favorite journal prompt. No, I just kind of free write whatever is on my mind. Um, and what I will, what I, what I do every morning is that I have like a deck of affirmation cards, Mm -hmm. um, that a friend, she created this really awesome deck. And so I kind of just do like, I pick three randomly and I kind of, those are my affirmations for the day. And um, I start off my journaling with those three affirmations like every day, but then I kind of just kind of free write and 
write whatever is on my mind. Some days I might, you know, do like future, um, I forget what the word is, but future, like write, like I'm in the future of like yeah. things that I want to happen in my life. Um, some days I just write about how, you know, what I want to feel by the end of the day, like mm-hmm. a to feel list or to be list. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, I I just kind of do whatever. I, I might find a prompt randomly and just kind of, you know, want to go at. But most days I kind of just write how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is something that you, when you want to like do the juicy self-care bath, do you have like a favorite uh <laughs> like balm or something that you feel like helps relax? Like, have you explored like using like CBD? I got a CBD bath bomb recently and I don't know that it did anything more to relax me. Um, it did smell really good, but, uh, but yeah, like what are some of the things that you use when you're, you're in that relaxing? Um, I definitely started, I've definitely started looking more into herbs um, and aligning my herbs with just my routine. So in the morning I have a herb blend for like energy and mental clarity um, because I need to be on for work. So I drink that every morning and then I have a herb blend for the nighttime to kind of just relax me. Um, And that's self-care for me. Yeah. Just, you know, throughout my day. But when I'm feeling, when I feel like I need extra love, (laughs) self-love um I love scented candles I know that sounds so cliche I mean I I don't even like saying that myself but I love scented candles so I like those um my depending on my mood I might just like watch a movie or cuddle up with a great book um yeah <laughs> I know that sounds so cliche and I'm I'm all about like get over the cliche like let's yeah. dive deeper into deeper self-care but those are really like my self-care um go-tos um yeah there's this really great um bath bomb it's not a it's a bath bomb but it's not a bath bomb it's like a bunch of herbs in a muslin bag oh, like kind of bath just, tea yes yeah. bath tea um and it's an after moon soak so it's like after your period over it's like it's it's their herbs for like clarifying and drawing out impurities and stuff and I use that after my period and so that's kind of like a self-care kind of like after after period bath uh tea situation I like candles and that's that's my Mm self-care I love bath tea I got turned on to that uh I guess it's been a while now. Um, I did it with a, a circle of women. We made our own bath tea. And I was like, this is brilliant. Why have I never thought you're in hot water? Like, <laughs> like you could totally just be a giant. Yeah. I was like, why did I never think of this? So yeah, bath tea is a great one. Um, I think better in, in, in some ways too, because a lot of bath bombs have like a bunch of like crap in them. So you definitely need to like be aware of what you're using. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. And the bath tea that I'm mentioning, I can't remember the name, but that's in the Rosa self-care box. Oh, nice. So, yes. <laughs> See? So another reason to hop on the website, hate the dot.com and get all these fantastic resources for your period self-care. Um, yeah, one of the things I was most happy about when I moved into our house was getting a hot tub. And so I'm just like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I manifested that. <laughs> like, yeah. In my next in my next house, I, I definitely want a large, large tub so I can just mm-hmm. soak for hours. <laughs> I love that. So, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know. I've always dreamed of like a clawfoot tub, one of those like old, big, yeah. And growing up in Brooklyn, my I was so young and naive and I didn't realize all the things that we had. We had a, I grew up with a barefoot, uh, wonderful, amazing tub. (laughs) And so when we moved out of that house, I was like, wow, I didn't realize what I had. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So good. So So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, Is there something when, you know, when you hop on the site, there's a, a place to actually go and ask questions. Like, is there, there's a, a way you can actually like type in questions to, to get answers. Uh, yeah. So on the site, so the site kind of mimics um, a social, like a social network kind of, okay. kind of think like Facebook when you can right. go on and update your status, you can post questions to oh um, the entire community. You can, you know, follow people. It's kind of like that. Um, and you have access to all of the expert sessions. So yes, if you have a question, there are a few people on the, on the community that have posted questions about their cycle and how to sync certain things. Um, you can totally do that. You can, you can, uh, direct message me directly or you can post it to the entire community and um i will respond to you that's so helpful i love that i think you know we're gonna see more and more of that as a trend people getting away from the the motherships as it were of like facebook or or instagram and like these smaller communities specific yeah um i love it that's that's something that I'm building on mine. I know uh, there's one I'm a part of that's like geared towards women who are sexual abuse survivors. And I think, yeah, these, these more intimate, smaller community groups where you're kind of directly, you know, with a specific thing in mind of like, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about period health. We're going to talk about our cycles, menstruators and sharing information and resources. And yeah, I love it. I love seeing the, the way that this trend is going. Same. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I think we have so much to learn from each other. I think, you know, seeing that you're not alone, right? Understanding like I'm not the only one going through this. Um, and like you were saying earlier, just a space to ask questions that maybe you didn't feel like you could ask anybody else or there wasn't anyone around to ask. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, that's what it's all about. It's all about being that safe space to ask questions. You might be too embarrassed to ask someone or, you know, your doctor um, or a friend or whatever the case may be. It's just having that safe space and having the resources to one, maybe answer your question, but then also just guiding you to the right resource to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love how you're talking about, you have like this daily routine that you do. Like you take time to like make yourself a tea in the morning and a tea at night. Um, what, how does that uh, play in, do you think, overall to, to cycle health or just overall even to feeling empowered and an advocate for yourself? Just like these, these little moments of, of, uh, of nurturing. Yeah, I mean, it's so important. I think once I changed my mindset around my period and my cycle in the sense of this is not happening to me, Mm. I guess, like my period is not a curse, you know, Um, this is just a natural cycle that my body's going through and I'm along for the ride and I'm, I have the power to kind of like, you know, help myself feel the best Mm. during each phase. Um, Once I had that mindset shift, I kind of been able to to ritualize, you know, each phase and, and, and give myself what I need during each phase and during each day. 
Um, and so I think that's that's really tapping into that. And that's power right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's power uh, and tapping into that and just knowing that it's OK for me to not be on and to be crushing it every day mm-hmm. um, because crushing it looks different every day. <laughs> right. And once I changed that, once I changed, I had that mindset shift. Um, I just feel so much more personally empowered. And, you know, when people, you know, my friends come to me and they're complaining about their energy levels or they, you know, they're comparing themselves to me. I kind of feed into, I kind of give that same advice to them and and, and now they're empowered. And so it's all about understanding once you understand your body and, and it's a constant, you know, learning and relearning about your body. But once you understand your body Mm -hmm. and, the natural ebbs and flows of your, your month. It's, it's a game changer. (laughs) It's really a game changer. Yeah. It's harnessing that harnessing that energy and, and that awareness. Yeah. It makes you feel empowered, which is just such a beautiful state to, to be living from. Um, well, I'm so glad. Thank you for coming on Miyoshi days, uh, founder again of hate the dot. You can find them on hate the dot.com at hate the dot on Instagram and Miyoshi days. That's M I Y O S H I D A Y S on Instagram. Um, hop on great community resources, lots of fantastic free stuff for you to educate yourself as menstruators, um, to support other menstruators. Yes. I love yeah. it. Well, thanks Thank again so for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I've had such a great time. Thank you. Yeah. I come back anytime and I look forward to contributing to the, the experts on hate the dot and uh, yeah, maybe having some great conversations about uh, period sex or something. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have been listening to Christiane Bella. That is me. I'm your intimacy architect and this is unbuckled again. Our guest Miyoshi days uh, founder of hate the dot. It has been fantastic to share this information with you. I hope you feel empowered and go and harness your magic cycle energy or support a, a loving menstruator. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy yourself. Blessings. Thank you for listening to Unbuckled. You can join Christy Ann Bella for another program with amazing guests, stories, and advice every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be sure to check out our new show coming soon.